and welcome to another edition of the Scout Team Podcast. I'm Emory Hunt, the czar of the playbook. Be sure to follow me on all of my social media accounts at FBall Game Plan on Twitter, Football Game Plan on Instagram, and also check out and subscribe to the Football Game Plan Network located at youtube.com slash football game plan. And while you are in the mood uh, or mode of subscribing, subscribe on iTunes, Football Game Plan Podcast, and leave us a five-star rating. So now that we got all of that out the way, <laughs> it, we're kicking off our 2020 NFL Draft uh, prospect series and content. And, you know, we have a special receiver on this podcast, Sunbelt Conference finest, Sunbelt Conference player <laughs> myself, so I have to give him his props, Kirk Merrick sure. of Arkansas State. Kirk, I appreciate you taking time, man. Thank you. Appreciate it for having me. Well, let's start off in the best conference in college football, Sunbelt Conference. And, mm-hmm. you know, you were able to dominate in the conference, first of all, I don't res- I don't respect you knocking out my my raging Cajuns the way you did, um, just <laughs> doing bad things to my Cajuns out there. But yes, I'm gonna let it slide. But when you look at the Sun Belt Conference, and I feel like people underrate what goes on within the conference. Can you yeah. explain how tough that conference is from week to week, and how it helped develop you as a player? Um, it is a, it is a tough conference, as you said. Uh, um, I mean, you can go around the conference and. You can tell from other non-conference games like Georgia Southern battling with Minnesota or App State battling Penn State. I think that was last year. Then they went on the road this year and beat South Carolina and they beat North Carolina. So, I mean, it's a tough conference week in, week out. I mean, you got to bring it each and every week. So, I mean, it is a a tough conference uh, all the time. Now your your journey is is you know has been well traveled, but you ended up sure. in Jonesboro, Arkansas, at a great program. I I like to say, and you had a great mm-hmm. head coach there, and Coach yes, Anderson. Can you talk about how beneficial was it to go to Arkansas State, and also how important was it to play for a coach like Coach Anderson? Uh, it was uh, one of the big decisions I had was um, just talking to Coach Coach Aid. I mean, I call him Coach A. I mean, you call him Coach Anderson, but. <laughs> I mean, he's just, he's just a great guy. Uh, I just connected with him over the phone. I didn't even had to take a um, official visit. I just went there and didn't even take an official visit. Didn't go to a game. I just trusted his word, and my parents did. And we showed up, and he was just talking to us and just said that he was going to take care of me. And I just trusted him that way. And just just as a coach, Coach Coach A is a great, a, tre- a tremendous coach. Um, he's always about his players. And he's always keeping God first, so that's that's why I respect him and I love him. You, you know, you, you mentioned that word love, and it's it's a strong word, you know, yes, because it, it involves a lot. It involves passion. Mm-hmm. It involves you know a great deal of things. And when you say someone loves something, and you watch how you play, mm-hmm. I can tell you really love the game. And and I want to ask, yes, like, what what is it about the game of football you love the most? Um, probably the brotherhood. That's that's probably the most important thing. It's just it's just a family. That's why. That's why I went to Arkansas State because I just felt like it was a family and the way Coach A was talking and stuff like that, I just wanted to be a part of something something great. And, I mean, it just felt like a family. And, I mean, after every practice, all we, t- all we talk about is family or just love and just lo- loving our brother. And we always got each other back. Watching you play, man, it, is, it was impressive to see someone – you know, I was a running back. So to see someone mm-hmm. that is built like a running back, but fast yes, like a receiver, and I already had like some comparisons formulating in my head. Like there are mm-hmm. a bunch of guys throughout football history that had games similar to you, you had Sterling Sharp, yes, 
uh, you had you, you have Debo Samuel now. You have yeah, yeah, yeah. you have yeah. Jarvis Landry. You know, mm-hmm. who are some of the guys that you kind of pick from or think your game sort of resembles, and who are some of the guys who try to model your game after? Um, I would probably say like Alvin Kamara um, is one of them, uh, and I have you know a couple of receivers like Odell Jarvis and. Obviously, you know, the rookie, uh, Debo Sammy, we, like, basically built the same. You know, he's 5'11", 215. And they and in that offense, they use him as running back on jet sweeps um, and obviously as a receiver as well. So I try to model my game after a lot of people and, just, and also have my own little flavor to it as well. It's funny you mentioned Alvin Kamara. Why would you draw that comparison? What about his game that you really appreciate? Um, one thing I, I really like about his game is that uh, his balance that, that's his is tremendous and um the way the saints use him they use him at running back i mean they put him out wide at, at wide out i mean he can do that as well and they always mismatch him against a linebacker that can't keep up with him so i mean i just like how they how they use him and how he uh excels in that offense now debo samuel is one of those guys that you're going to get compared to a lot throughout this whole process. Mm -hmm. And and one underrated aspect about his game, and you mentioned it a little bit with Kamara, is -hmm. that they move him around the formation. Too often you see receivers say, oh, I'm an outside guy, or I'm Mm -hmm. a Z, or I'm a slot. I I like to think that you like to play all three positions. If if you can go into a little bit more detail on what Mm -hmm. each position entails and which one do you like playing the most. Um, I can't say tell you which one I like to play the most, but I mean I, I like playing slot, uh, outside receiver. I can play outside receiver as well. I didn't play that much in college outside receiver, but they just put me at slot and some some running back as well. But I mean I just like being versatile. I mean throughout this process, I feel like I can do a lot of I can do a lot of things, especially especially special teams, uh, returner, and all that kind of stuff. So I feel like I'm just a different kind of person or player, as you can say, and that can do a whole lot of things. Would you say versatility is your best attribute or is it something else? I I would say that. Yes, yes, sir. Because you talk about being versatile and, mm-hmm. you know, one thing that you, you learn is that, okay, coaches are teaching nowadays more about concepts and less about position. So, you know, if mm-hmm. something happens in the game, they may need you to go in the backfield. They may need you to go outside in the slot. So mm-hmm. when you when you have that type of holistic approach going into a week of work and studying your opponent, what mm-hmm. is it about the secondary or each, you know, the corners or safeties that you're picking up on that kind of helps you be a little bit more prepared than they are on game day? Um, probably just the coverage, as you know, uh, I learned in college just just how to adjust to what kind of coverage they use. And, and then as well as, you know, maybe the defense are not even expecting me to be in the backfield or something like that, just just to give a different touch. And I feel like that's how Alvin Kamara and people like, you know, Taysom Hill as well. I mean, I'm, I don't play no quarterback, but that's another <laughs> example. <laughs> this Taysom Hill and Debo Samuel, like the people I already mentioned, I feel like that's why they sell at the next level is because defenses don't prepare for that to happen. So they, they just put them in different kind of formations and stuff like that. So it's always against uh, different personnel. So I feel like uh, I remember watching New England Patriots and they put, I think they put the linebacker on a running back out wide and empty. And it was, it was definitely a mismatch because it's like 
twenty pound difference, and obviously the running back <laughs> right. is always gonna is always gonna beat the the linebacker. And I think it wound up being a touchdown or something like that. So I feel like the league is more often like just personnel against personnel and just trying to out-scheme the other person. What was interesting about that is when you you look at um, how you play and, and, you know, people Mm -hmm. say, okay, he's a big physical guy. They automatically would probably assume that you don't run fast. But we all know that that's not the case. (laughs) How, How important is being an explosive yet being a powerful player to you and what you bring to the table? Oh, it's very important. I mean, if I'm, you know, being 215, you know, you always have to be very physical. And uh, obviously I play running back throughout my, almost my whole career. So that, 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 that's never going to, uh, you know, vanish. But I just feel like, you know, just speed as well is another tool that I can use running my routes, getting on my breaks and stuff like that. So, I mean, I always got I always got things to improve in my game. So, I mean, that's why I love this sport is that you just keep on improving each and every day. Do you feel like having that speed can be, uh, you know, sort of a, a gift and a curse? But in your case, because you're 215, it allows you to control it a lot better when you're running your routes? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I feel like it is, it is great to have. Um, just like you see other guys that are like, you know, probably 180 or something like that but I feel like if you if you're 215 or 200 or something like that uh, I feel like you can be able to take hits uh last longer I mean obviously in the league you gotta take care of your body and stuff like that so I mean I feel like that's that's very important that's one aspect of football that I don't think a lot of the high school kids understand mm-hmm. the nutrition taking yes, care sir. of your body uh, when you got to college, you know, and mm-hmm. we all had these situations where we get to college and it was like, wow. Well, and when I got to college, I didn't know uh, coming from New Orleans, we had never done uh, anything outside of bench press, squats and calf mm-hmm. raises, curls. Yes, sir. And co- and coach was like, hey, you guys got hang clean. We all stand there like, yo, what the <laughs> hell is he talking about? <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah. you trying to what was that? What was the first yeah. thing that you had to learn uh, when you got to college that, that lets you know that it was a completely different ball game? Um, probably, probably just like I said before, just taking care, taking care of your body. I mean, in high school, you just, you know, you do your little ice and stem if something hurts. If, if you do that, you know, maybe you just, just walk it off or run it off and stuff (laughs) like that. Just wait till the pain ends. (laughs) But in college, this is a whole different ball game because you got guys, you know, just athletic or maybe, you know, even better. So you got to study the playbook more just to be better than that person you know just that's probably the most important thing is just trying to stay healthy throughout the whole season and just taking care of your body and making sure that um you're on point with everything yeah i also had to learn right away that uh voluntary didn't mean voluntary Um, oh yeah (laughs) the the first first workout i missed (laughs) i was i was in trouble never again (laughs) when you look at the, the the game and your game um, mm-hmm. I know what you can do. I know what you can bring to the table. But where do you feel as though people are still underrating part of your game and what you what do you bring? Um, probably just being a natural receiver. I mean, a lot of people just view me as just a running back, but I can do a lot of things out of the backfield. You know, just mismatch with a linebacker or being a slot, um, play against a nickel or safety. And I did that in college as well. So I feel like I can go on the outside as well and 
go against a corner. So I feel like I can, I can do a lot of things that maybe some people don't don't know, but hopefully they, they will in the next couple of weeks and stuff like that. Well, you talk about the position and being a natural yes, receiver. Sir. A lot of people that may not understand will look mm-hmm. at the position and say, like, oh, all you just got to do is just get open. But there's a lot yes, of nuance that goes into the position. Mm-hmm. What's one of the biggest misconceptions about playing wide receiver that you want to get out there to the public and be like, hey, listen, it's a lot more deeper than what you think it is? Um, Probably, I mean, in high school is different. But in college, there's always – like different coverages you got to know and assume like that the deep defender is going to do this or and obviously you got to watch a lot of film of the opponent and to just to know like what are their tendencies on third down or on third and medium they're going to try to play press man or they're going to try to do cover two stuff like that or just try to take your your rod out so that's probably the most important thing is just just to know coverages and try to peek before a pre-snap just, just to just to see, like, how they're lined up and stuff like that. They're playing inside or outside, or they're playing man up. So that's probably the most important thing, just to not just be a robot out there, but to actually know, you know, some, some of the game. I found myself becoming more and more enamored with the strategy, the, you know, mm-hmm. the preparation and things like that, the scouting. Uh, when, I, yes, when I got to college, I also realized how much I didn't know. You know, what mm. was that epiphany for you? It's like, man, I thought I knew football, but once you got mm-hmm. to, to college, you realized, man, it's a whole different ball game. Oh yeah, um, I just remember in high school, is this it's basically e- easy in high school. So true. When you true. go to college, <laughs> when you go to college, it's it's a totally different ball game because you got to know a whole lot more stuff. And obviously, my freshman year in college, I probably didn't know that many coverages or try to pre-snap. I was just trying to learn the plays and do what I needed to do just to just to get open. But now that I, you know, know a couple coverages and and know how the defense is trying to play me or how they're trying to play my teammate and I have to get him open. So I mean, this is knowing the whole play. The whole if you if you know the the guy right next to you, so all the way the guy on the other side, um the other outside receiver, just to know like how he's how the excuse me, how the quarterback is progressing through the whole play, I mean, that's that's very important of how you're going to run your route as well. I always, I always try to tell, uh, uh, you know, fans or you know, other people in the media, and, mm-hmm. I, and sometimes I get caught up in using football slogans around folks that may not be familiar with the vernacular. For instance, mm-hmm. like when the ball is coming your way, because I think you do this real well, the ball is sure. coming your way and you're able to focus. But I say, you know, you could you could slow the ball down with your eyes. Uh, what mm-hmm. exactly does that mean? Um, or do you understand what I'm saying when I say that? And and how, can you describe that process as, as far as tracking the um, ball? I would say you, you're talking about, like, if uh, if the quarterback just throws the ball up and it's you, just you and the defender. And it's just you and the defender. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I would say, yeah, just slowing slowing the ball down and just not worrying that the, the cornerback is right there. Is this you're just – I would say imagining that he's not there and you just got to make a play. Just, I don't know. I, it's hard I, to explain, I mean, right? That's, that's what I, that's what I, yeah, it's hard to explain, but I mean, that's what I, that's, that's how I envision it is just act like he's not there and just go up and just make a play. 
And it, it also helps when you have 215 pounds that you're packing. So, you know, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of guys just think, oh, man, we're getting smacked. But uh, when you look at the game and so how, how long you played and um, mm-hmm. even you're still young as far as playing the game, but what would you say is the That's biggest right. thing football taught you? Um, biggest, ooh, that's a good question. Uh, the biggest thing football taught me is, um, it's all about the team. And, you know, you have a lot of guys that are selfish and stuff like that. And I view myself as selfless all the time, humble guy, works hard and stuff like that. But one thing football taught me is just to be, you know, all about the team, the team first. That's, that's the one thing. And just to, you know, just to have fun. And, and make sure everybody else having fun and just love each other. That's that's one thing. Yeah, football is I like to call it the physical classroom, man. It, it yeah. teaches you a lot while yes, getting sir. banged banged around. But uh, Kirk, you know, it's been it's been fun. It's yes, been sir. a blast chit chatting with you. Uh, before we get out of here, where can mm-hmm. folks follow you on social media so they can keep up with your journey as you make the trek to the NFL? Um, they can follow me at, on Instagram at Kirk Merritt is this first and last name and Twitter, um, Kirk Merritt 33. You know what, so, man? And, and also, also, if you want get some art from me, you know, <laughs> I have a little art page. It's called, uh, Kirk's creations. It's on my, um, my main, uh, Instagram on Kirk, Kirk Merritt. And you got another talent, man. <laughs> let's, 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 before, you know what? That's, that's another question. <laughs> How did that hold? Because here's the thing about me, people don't know. Uh, you know, all right, uh, people see like, oh, he he did broadcasting and blah blah blah, which is true. Mm-hmm. That was my major in college. But what yes, people sir. don't know is my minor, my minor was theater. You know, oh, so okay. I used to like acting, and I felt it helped with uh-huh. with the broadcasting part. But I enjoyed it. But uh-huh. you have a unique talent, and I always say, man, if I could draw or paint, I would I would rule the world. That's one skill that I wish I had. <laughs> so how did that yes, whole sir. skill come about? Um, I just started drawing when I, when I was like 10 years old and then, um, I only took like two art classes in my whole life, but I mean, I just started painting. I mean, I started sketching and then started painting and I just started doing it and people started asking me that they, they wanted a painting. So, I mean, I just, I don't know. I just do it in my all time, you know, just, just to relax and stuff like that, just to get away from football and just like school and stuff. So, I mean, it's just uh relaxing time. That that's awesome, bro. And uh, yes, where can people get that paint to get those paintings again? Get you all uh, the love, that, uh, Kirk's <laughs> Kirk's Creations is under my uh, it's in my bio on Instagram on Kirk Merritt. Shout out to 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 you as well, man, for having yes, professional uh, Twitter handles and and Instagram <laughs> handles. I know that's probably not your first ones, but shout out to you for having <laughs> for having a professional first and last name. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, thank Kirk, you. man, this was awesome. Um, thank you for taking the time, man. Congratulations on your career, and we wish you the best of luck moving forward. All right. Thank you. Thank you for having me.